there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. All right. You know, one day I'll have that memorized, and I won't have to read yeah. it. But Oh, I'm going to read it every time. <laughs> oh, that's so great. All right. Ryan, what did you find Loring this week? Well, I don't know if you can tell by my cozy bed or by my outfit, but... It is sweater weather, everybody. Ooh. Round of applause. Yes, we made it. We're out of the summer. I'm going to be cozy every day. Hell yeah. I'm so happy. This is the time of year I thrive. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been a great week. It's been like 60s all week. Dropping down to like the 40s at night. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to sleep Beautiful. with a fan anymore. Yeah, two fans. Oh, my God. I got my little desk fan, and I got my big fan, <laughs> usually. Right now, window open, covered in blankets. Mm, it's beautiful. I just like the thought of you going to your closet as the temperature drops and going, it's time, and as you open it, <laughs> it's like the lights from heaven, <laughs> and you're... Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm in my closet, and it goes... Oh. <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's like one of the choir boys pulls out a balloon so you can get those real high notes. <laughs> exactly. No, but it is, it's great. I love it so much. I, I don't live somewhere that gets very cold. So for me, winter is like perfect. Um, but yeah, what did, what did you find alluring this week? Um, two year anniversary. We went to Disney. <laughs> Woo! That was so much fun. Um, I think the thing I loved about it the most is it was Edgar's first time at Disney. So, like, it was just me, like, scheduling, making sure we got on rides at certain times. Because I go go quite a bit. (laughs) Disney involves a lot of planning to do it right. Oh, yeah. I was like... I was like, we're going to go on this ride, and in the middle of waiting for this ride, I'm going to order us beer and pretzels. And then we'd get done with the <laughs> ride, we'd go pick it up, and we'd have food. And, like, we were on a cycle, we got so much done, and it was so magical. <laughs> Did you go to Disney World or Disneyland? We went to Disneyland, so... Okay. <laughs> 
My favorite part is when we were in the Star Wars part of the park because everyone, people kept like asking Edgar if he was, what's his name, Adam Driver? Yeah. (laughs) He kind of, I could see him being Kylo Ren. That'd be a good cosplay. He should do it. I want him to. He's not super Next time, make him dress as Kylo Ren. Next time I will. I was like. That'd be awesome. It was so funny because we'd be in line and like someone would look at us. And, like, my favorite were the dads that would just kind of stare at us for a minute. And (laughs) (laughs) the best one, I don't even think he remembers. There was one point where we were eating breakfast, and there was this guy that was, like, had his phone up. And he, like, looked at his phone and then looked at Edgar and looked back at his (laughs) phone. And, like, that Edgar, like, was trying to figure it out. Don't have him dress up. Just have him do, like, the the Kylo Ren walk. (laughs) Where it's, like... Let me see if I can do it for our uh, visual people. Where you kind of like hunch and it's like... Yeah! <laughs> he has to go more as he does it. <laughs> more! <laughs> Still holding on! <laughs> that's, that's it. That's what needs to be done. But oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. He loved it. I got... Pirates of the Caribbean themed battleships. So everything. Oh. I don't know. It was just great. Happy two years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm trying to think something yeah, I'm that's. Trying to, I'm trying older. to get a transition here. Um, I don't know. Um, Disney had a bunch of like cool pumpkins. Oh my goodness. Pumpkins? That's the craziest <laughs> thing. Uh, Why is that so crazy, this, Ryan? Yeah, here's a transition. Whoosh. <laughs> then I'm gonna do my poem now, and then we'll we'll jump into the legend. Okay. This is an excerpt from a poem, so it's just gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna jump straight into it. Stingy old Jack was a clever old chap who invited the devil out one day. They were sat in a bar having a jar, but then it came time for Jack to pay (laughs) what are we talking about today oh you guys we got some good old folklore listen halloween is near which means that ghoulish fiends will be lurking at night across everyone's doorstep and if you are wise you'll carve and light a pumpkin then place it on the doorstep this hallows eve why Because there is an undead spirit that lurks in the dark, carrying around a dim light, and the only way to protect yourself is with a jack-o'-lantern. But be warned, if you have been a heavy sinner, the jack-o'-lantern won't protect you from jack and evil spirits. It will actually draw him closer to you. So, I got a lovely little spooky image for all of our Patreons. Become a Patreon at patreon.com slash lori, and you can see these live. Or you can go to our website, alluring.com, and click on blog, and you can see it there too. Sometimes it just takes me a little bit longer to do that, but with Patreon, get early access. Anyway, mm-hmm. here's Spooky Stingy Jack. So this week, we are going to be talking about him and his connection to Hallow's Eve. This folktale originated from Ireland. And this spooky legend finds itself resurfacing every year near Hallow's Eve as people gather together to carve pumpkins. So we got a little cute little Halloween special for you guys. 
And I'm excited about it. So, physical appearance. Stingy Jack is a restless soul that carries a carved turnip which emits a glowing light as he wanders between heaven and hell. The glow from the turnip will show an eerie grimace spread from one side of his face to another as his eyes hang low and he hunches over, hovering wherever he goes. <laughs> or doing the Kylo Ren walk. <laughs> I have a pumpkin. <laughs> More pumpkin! <laughs> So, there isn't much about him appearance-wise. Just know he is an old creepy man that wears a cloak that is a bit in tatters. So, <laughs> characteristics. Um, the personality part of him. <laughs> this character goes by many names. Some of the more popular ones are Jack the Smith, Flaky Jack, Drunken Jack, the Jack of the Lantern, but most famously, he is known as Stingy Jack. So why do you think we call him Stingy Jack? Can you guess? <laughs> it makes so much more sense now that it's Stingy Jack. I've been saying Stingy Jack all week. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what's stingy about him. I was like, he's not like stingy Jack. There it is. I was like, why are you making that face? <laughs> that was the face of realization. The of, light bulb. Of everything slowly coming together. <laughs> Even reading, like, my story, I was like... I think I said stingy at the beginning in my little poem a couple of minutes ago. I definitely said stingy old Jack was a clever old chap. And no, you didn't stop me. No, you I just were kept it. going. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I thought you said, I don't know. Now, this I'm is pretty. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out in editing. We'll, I guess. we'll find out then. <laughs> All right. Well, he's called stingy Jack. Because he is, well, stingy. So, during Jack's life, he was a two-faced manipulator, trickster, drunk, liar, and a thief. He would start fights with people for no reason, steal from the poor, and his spirit was so selfish not an ounce of humanity could be found in it. He was such an intense sinner, he had the skills that could rival the devil. <laughs> so, so, just a charming chap. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, Jack was not a good guy. And when he died, his soul was forced to live forever with the crimes and sins he committed. He never felt shame or guilt for the sins he committed in life. But once he died and was cursed, he regretted the life he lived. Now, as a wandering, restless soul, he tries to warn others not to make the same mistakes as him and prey on those who don't listen to his warnings and continue to live sinful lives. He also does this in hopes that he'll be forgiven for the sins he committed so his soul doesn't have to wander for all eternity and he can finally be laid to rest, not caring if he's laid to rest in heaven or in hell. Do, do, do. Okay, so now history. Um, so there isn't much on the possible origins of Stingy Jack since the tale has been passed down for so long. Um, 
All we really know is that the lore came from Ireland. I couldn't even find a time period to reference. Normally, like, I get folklore sometimes doesn't have origins. Like, it's just happened in a bunch of different places around the world. But normally I can find, like, timelines or time periods or this happened from one point to another. But that's not always the case. And this was one of those cases where I couldn't find anything. And I searched a lot. And I mean a lot. (laughs) But um, another thing is a lot of the history of Stingy Jack blended with the story. And that's Ryan's job. (laughs) Ryan is our storyteller. That's me. I'm here to tell you some facts about what can be in the story so you know what's going on. Um, So I'm just going to talk to you guys about the history of jack-o'-lanterns and their association with Stingy Jack and Halloween. So it is just full, fun, Halloween, spooky, good time over here. Well, not even really spooky. I feel this tale is way more delightful. Yeah. Maybe two out of five. Two out of five. Okay. That's that's our spooky scaling. <laughs> Put it on the screen. Put it... <laughs> Wait, boop. Two spooks. Or boop. I can't remember what way I face. Uh, One of those. Maybe if I do this. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so, um, jack-o'-lantern origins. So, the legend of Stingy Jack was not only spooky, but it left quite the impression of the people of Ireland and Scotland. People became worried that Stingy Jack would come looking for their soul due to him being cruel, evil, and restless. So... People decide to create something similar to the light Stingy Jack carries with him. And that's in the stories Ryan will tell you. This is where jack-o'-lanterns come from. So, decorating jack-o'-lanterns originated from Ireland and Scotland, but they didn't start as pumpkins. What do you think they started as? Ryan? Real heads. Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's sorry. It's, it's it's Ireland, not Germany. We're, we're good. This isn't yeah. like baby. I'm used to all folklore. these other super fucked up history ones we've been doing in the past. Oh, I know. Wow. <laughs> this is, this lore is a fresh up breath. Not a breast. Yeah. Fresh. Air. A breast. breast of fresh air. <laughs> I had chicken today, you guys. It's on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are terrifying. Are those radishes? Those are radishes and turnips. So they would carve large turnips and potatoes into little terrifying (laughs) jack-o'-lanterns. So they would carve ghoulish faces into these vegetables and then place a candle inside to illuminate them. Turnips were also the most common choice due to their skull-white appearance that made them seem like little spooky human heads. So, you're kind of, you were on the right track. So they, they wanted heads, they just couldn't use them, so they settled on turnips. Right. I like to think that yeah. there was some sort of basic law against mass murder at the time, but who knows? <laughs> so, they would also place these creepy carved produce in their windows or near their doorsteps to frighten away evil wandering spirits. Using these two vegetables also looked like creepy heads due to their shape and color. So that's why they were used. It's, (laughs) and if you click the next slide. (laughs) 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 Looks like me in the morning. (laughs) 
I like. I need to put that as a meme that says um, your profile picture versus the one you're tagged in. Because there's one <laughs> yeah. absolutely ador- adorable turn up, and then there's one terrifying one. Mm. <laughs> so. I wasn't able to find it, but in England they would use large beets instead of turnips and potatoes, which would make them appear much worse, <laughs> as I would imagine. I did see like yeah. one like right before I got on. I didn't have time to save it, but the like roots of it was the nose, which was really creative. So it like had like a long pointed nose, and I was like, oh, that's wow, actually that's smart, terrifying and adorable. So yeah. And da, da, da. okay, and since Evil Jack was damned to wander the world until Judgment Day, the Gallic Irish community didn't want to have his spirits visiting their home. So, placing one of these carved vegetables with burning ember candle outside on October thirty first, the day of the Celtic festival Samhain, they were able to avoid ghosts, spirits, and Jack altogether. And then, if you click the next slide. <laughs> This is a more delightful one that we're used to. So, this lore had such a grand impact that when the immigrants from these countries came to America between the 19th century and early 20th, they found pumpkins, a delicious native fruit that was perfect for carving their classic jack-o'-lanterns. It was easy to carve, easier to clean out, and you could place a candle inside of it. Way easier. So, better move altogether. So, in the United States, one of the most beloved Halloween traditions became carving jack-o'-lanterns. But how did they become associated with Halloween? So, Halloween, like I was saying before, is based on the Celtic festival Samhain, an ancient celebration in Ireland and Britain that marked the end of summer and the start of New Year on November 1st. During this time, souls of those who died that year would travel from the underworld and other souls would return to their homes to visit. The popularity of this festival grew during the 8th, cent- <laughs> during the 8th century. And guess who wanted to join in on the fun? Oh, would that be the Roman Catholic Church? Oh, it would be the Roman Catholic Church! What? <laughs> they even moved their celebration, All Saints Day, to November 1st. So, for those of you who don't know, um, All Saints Day is a celebration commemorating all the saints of the church who have attained heaven. So, it's them celebrating their dead. <laughs> but the, only, only the ones that pass the vibe check. <laughs> um, so, it quickly became common knowledge that October 31st was the day that the veil between the living and the dead was so thin souls were able to wander the earth, whether they were good or evil. There's also spirits, like Stingy Jack, that wander the earth during Hallow's Eve. So to be safe from the spirits and Jack, people continue to carve these pumpkins even after coming to America. So it was cool because the tradition held true. Um, these jack-o'-lanterns also have the power to keep away evil spirits and souls from wandering into your house. So, great way to protect yourself against just anything spooky on Halloween. And because... The history was so short on this segment, I'm going to tell you about another fun little tradition that you do for Samhain. Um, People would wear disguises to hide themselves from the souls that did wander into their homes. So that's why we dress up for Halloween. Oh. 
So it was kind of tricky because it's fun. Yeah, it's I I don't know. I like I personally celebrate it because I love it. But the thing is, I don't want to like go into all the lore of like Samhain because I like want to save that. And I don't want to yeah. go into like the lore of Willow the Wisp because there yeah, are some connections. Yeah, because those are like actually like full episode topics. Mm-hmm. And there are some connections to Stingy Jack and Willow the Wisp because there's some Willow the Wisp that look like they're in a lantern and they're being carried mm-hmm. by someone. But then that also relates to Banshees. So I had to keep it short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed my tiny. Itty bitty history segment this month, this week. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, And I can't, I can't fluff it up any more than I did, because I I fluffed her up real good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we will tune in to our sponsors and hear a quick word from them. Performing a Bloody Mary ritual is surprisingly easy, but designing without any design experience isn't. Well, that's until Canva. Whether you are presenting, downloading, scheduling, sharing via social media, or printing, Canva is here to help your work make an impact in the real world and take your marketing material to the next level. I work as a professional graphic designer and I was honestly blown away by all the tools and resources Canva has. When they say they have a template for everything, they mean it. From party invitations, social media posts, flyers, and office templates, they have it all. With thousands of professional templates, images, and quality content, I've been able to not only get a head start on my projects, but also bring my best work to life easily and quickly. And the best part about Canva is you don't have to be a designer to use it. You can easily edit the templates they have available, or you can hire one of their designers to help you out. And if you already have a designer on your team, you can invite them to work on the project as well. With Canva Pro, your whole team can make real-time changes, provide feedback, and quickly approve projects. Plus, as a designer, you can upload brand assets like fonts, brand colors, and images so all the design resources are in one place. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free 30-day free trial of Canva Pro. So what are you waiting for? Upgrade your marketing today by going to partner.canva.com slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Canva banner. Again, that's partner.canva.com slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Canva banner to start designing today. Welcome back, everybody. I'm going to start off with a poem. And I'm going to say stingy instead of stingy. <laughs> I'm really glad. I'd have been, I'm glad the history goes first. Whoa. Stingy old Jack was a clever old chap. That rhymes so much better than it did at the beginning. <laughs> stingy and chap. All right. Weird rhyming pattern, but we'll get it. Stingy old Jack was a clever old chap who invited the devil out one day. They were sat in a bar, having a jar, but when it came time for Jack to pay. Now stingy old Jack, the crafty old chap, convinced the devil to turn into cash. As quick as a flash, a sixpence arrived. Stingy old Jack pocketed it with a smile. He went home, 
put the sixpence by a cross, preventing the devil of changing back. Until the day stingy old Jack made a pack, the devil could never have Jack's soul back. Next Halloween, old stingy Jack died. He was turned away from the gates of heaven, and at the gates of hell, he then arrived. But the devil told him to walk on by. Stingy old Jack, in the darkness alone, started crying and gave out a moan. The devil tossed Jack a glowing hot coal to put in a turnip and find a new home. Ever since that day, those jack-o'-lanterns have always been glowing red this way, for stingy old Jack's lonely lost soul will always be roaming with red-hot coals. Yeah, that, that rhymes way better with... So much better. Because <laughs> I was, like, saying it in my head. And I was like, yeah. oh, that doesn't make sense. Oh, well, what I got... Well, that was the nice and short version for everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the synopsis. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a, such a delightful little tune to that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I Yeah, about a man getting locked out of heaven and hell. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> He's doing great with it. Yeah. That's all it's... Now, let's hear, let's hear the, full, the full little campfire story. Yeah, because I got a little of him trickery, tricking the devil. Yeah. Okay. So, Stingy Jack was a miserable old drunk who loved playing tricks on anyone and everyone. One dark Halloween night, Jack ran into the devil himself in a local public house. A pub. Jack tried. Jack tricked the devil by offering his soul in exchange for one last drink. The devil quickly turned himself into a sixpence to pay the bartender, but Jack immediately snatched the coin and deposited it into his pocket, next to a silver cross that he was carrying. Thus, the devil could not change himself back, and Jack refused to allow the devil to go free until the devil promised not to claim Jack's soul for ten years. Listen. Smart man. Imagine offering to pay for someone's drink, and then they kidnap you. Yeah. That's what just happened. Yeah. But at the same time, this is the devil. So... There's a gray area, I think. This is that like we're in right now. This is like the whole Batman universe of characters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the devil agreed and 10 years later, Jack again came across the devil while out walking on a country road. The devil tried collecting what he was due. But Jack, thinking quickly, said, "I'll go, but before I do, will you get me an apple from that tree?" Classic Jack. Classic Jack. (laughs) The devil, thinking he had nothing to lose, jumped into the tree to retrieve an apple. As soon as he did, Jack placed a cross all around the trunk of the tree. He was carrying multiple crosses (laughs) when he was prepared. You you know, like, um, what's the movie? Resident Evil? How she has, like, the belts with guns? Yeah. It's like that. He he opened his trench coat. Revealing hundreds of crosses that he then just started tossing around the tree. Um, So he placed the crosses all around the trunk of the tree, thus trapping the devil once again. This time, Jack made the devil promise that he would not take his soul until he finally died. Seeing no way around his predicament, the devil grudgingly agreed. I just love the fact that the devil... Doesn't have a henchman that can do the apple grabbing, 
So nope. this disgruntled evil entity is climbing up a tree. <laughs> Boiled again. <laughs> this man's so stingy. That's how he talks, right? <laughs> yeah. So, fast forward. When Stingy Jack eventually passed, several years later, he went to the gates of heaven, but was refused. You know, because he made a deal with the devil. But also because of his life of drinking and because he had been so tight-fisted and deceitful. So Jack then went down to hell to see the devil and find out whether it were possible to gain entrance into the depths of hell. But the devil kept the promise that he had made to Jack years earlier and would not let him enter. Ooh, but where can I go? asked Jack. Back where you came from, replied the devil. <laughs> A southern devil! Feels right. <laughs> oh yeah, he went down to Georgia. The way back was windy and very dark. Stingy Jack pleaded with the devil to at least provide him with a light to help find his way. The devil, as a final gesture, tossed Jack an ember straight from the fires of hell. Jack placed the ember in a hollowed-out turnip, one of Jack's favorite foods, which he always carried around him whenever he could steal one. So, the fact that a turnip is Jack's favorite food says a lot about him as a person. <laughs> And that's not someone I particularly would spend my time with. Because um, a turnip is a radish, right? Yes. That, that's disgusting. Like, <laughs> just straight up. He just, like, ate radishes. That's a weird thing to do. Um, well, he's always so drunk. From that, <laughs> do, here's the real question. It doesn't when excuse you, anything. <laughs> when you drink, how does a turnip taste when you drink? Because... We could be running into the secret flavor or something, like some great culinary discovery. I <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> um, and I think he deserves what he got just for liking turnips that much. Nothing. Like, it's fine to like turnips, but your favorite food that you carry on you for all of eternity? <laughs> yeah, turnip... Turnips like a good side, but you're not going to make it your whole personality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, from that day forward, Stingy Jack has been doomed to roam the earth without a resting place and with only his lit turnip to light the way in the darkness. <laughs> I just, I love the story of Stingy Jack because, God, the devil's trying his best. He's just not the brightest guy. I mean, I fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> That's your fault at that point. You knew not to climb up that tree. He's like, can yeah. I have an apple? And you were like, well, okay. And you went right up the tree. He's good. <laughs> oh my god. I just, I think it's really great because um, I was writing these notes and I was like, I don't have like enough notes, Edgar. I'm like, shit, I need to like really figure this out. And he's like, oh, let's watch The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. They have an episode about him. And they did. But it's instead of the devil, it's the Grim Reaper. And Stingy yeah. Jack is like a combination with the Headless Horseman. And he like plays pranks. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. But it's fun. <sighs> In, in that, too, he deceives the Grim Reaper, and I'm like, they're just trying to do their job, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, I forgot to change my slides. Oh. Here's, 
here's um, him walking around with a lantern and the devil being like, get out of here. Because <laughs> I think that's him kicking him out of hell. Um, and he, yeah, here's him roaming for all eternity. But he is a pumpkin, not, not a little American, Americanized version. Um, so here's another very short version. This is a similar but different. This is the blacksmith named Will, which Kimmy had mentioned a little earlier in her history. Yes, so this relates to the Will of the Wisps. <clears throat> yes. So the Will of Wisps, Will of the Wisps, is carried by a blacksmith named Will. Will was a troublemaker during his life, so when his time came and he met St. Peter at the pearly gates, he was rejected. St. Peter didn't allow him into heaven. St. Peter sent Will back to Earth to reform during his second life. So a bit of a purgatory situation. Will, however, didn't change and was more chaotic in his second life than his first. Classic Will. Classic Will. <laughs> Disappointed, St. Peter cursed Will to roam the Earth with no place to go. The devil, impressed by Will's evil doing and also taking pity on him, gave him a piece of coal to warm himself on the cold Earth's nights. Will, being a creature of habit, used the coal to make a torch and lured innocent travelers into danger. <laughs> so Will's kind of a dick. Um, it's like, I don't feel bad. Oh, I kind of feel a bit bad. Oh, I don't feel yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, so th that's all the stories I got this week. Um, I, I think it's fun. I think it's a short little uh, look into where Halloween came from. And Halloween's one of my like favorite times of year. So, yeah. Are you, are you going to carve a turnip or a potato or a pumpkin? Hmm, I'm thinking a potato. And I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> I have a lot of potatoes at my house. so Start, start making some faces. <laughs> yeah, make it look like that creepy one from a couple slides ago. <laughs> oh, I hate those. Oh, if you put, like, a red light behind it. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, yeah, this is a little bit of a shorter one, but we just thought we have to talk about him once yeah. in October during our podcasting life. So here we are. But guess what? We got some quick announcements for you guys before we get into our alluring alignment chart where we Woo! talk about how chaotic or nice we think stingy mm. or stingy Dak is. I'm interested to see Kimmy's uh, <laughs> because 99% of the time it's like uh, spooky women going around killing guys and she's like, yes! Lawful good. But, but now we have just a dude doing it. So we will see listen, the biases. Listen. <laughs> I'm a proud bi. Like, they just have to be attractive. <laughs> Honestly, if they look like a Spanish pirate, I'm always going to think they're good. Like, dismissive 100%. <laughs> <laughs> like, that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where Jack is fighting his, like, old ex-wife or something, that awakens something yeah. in me. And if it didn't in you, you're lying. <laughs> okay. Alluring announcements, everybody. Um, so we just want to say we've gotten a bunch of new listeners, and um, thank you for the support. Like, holy shit, you guys! <laughs> 
it's been crazy watching this podcast grow but it's honestly just makes us so hyped because it means we can work more on the show and we can put more energy into it and you know you guys are going to love it and we feed off your energy you feed off ours and it's just so great um but because we have a bunch of new listeners we just want to let you guys know where you can find us online and how you can support the show so so i may not be much of an artist like Kimmy, but I do make some pretty dank memes. And if you'd like to see those dank memes, we're on Discord. You can find our memes, our podcast announcements. You can talk straight to us. Like, boom, we're there. Talk about folklore. You can talk about sightings you've had. We get, we're getting quite a bit of that. It's getting, it's getting wild. It's getting and of wild. course, Kimmy's artwork's on there. And if you would like to, you could join our Discord today, and the link will be in the show notes or on our website. And and we are on Patreon. Ryan may not be a drawing artist, but he is an artist in his own way, and he helps do all the videos (laughs) and editing, which makes like this beautiful video you're watching. If you are watching, you should join Patreon if you're not. If you're on Patreon, you are. Yeah, and if you want more alluring in your life, we'd love for you to join our Patreon anyway. Watch us play scary folklore games, get early access to video games with our reactions, download monthly wallpapers or coloring pages that I design, or even get some handmade cryptid-inspired goodies for joining those little higher tiers and showing your love. And we also have some major podcast goals we'd love to reach that include releasing more bonus episodes and folklore every month, doing more giveaways, hosting our first ever live show, which I'm hyped about. And maybe, you know, if enough of you join me, we go on tour one day. Um, Manifesting. Yeah. Manifesting. But it only happens if we have your support. So please check out Patreon today, if you can. Visit alluring.com slash Patreon, and we'll have a direct link for it in the show notes. And you can also support the show by telling your friends and family to subscribe and listen to Alluring today. We only have a few episodes out, so getting the word out now about the show is the best way to help support us. And it's one step closer to us hitting our podcast goals, like live shows and going on tour and so much more think of it this way you get to be the person that's like yeah i knew those guys before they were cool be the hipster we want you to be Mm -hmm. so the best place to find any of the stuff we talked about is by going to alluring.com that's a-l-o-r-e-i-n-g.com or the name that's in the thumbnail of the thing you're listening to right now. You can find the link to Patreon, Discord, YouTube, social media channels, and our merch shop, and our blog. Again, thank you everyone for your support. This show is becoming more than a hobby, and it's wonderful. We really... It's, you guys. Uh, well, when we get more Patreons, we'll do like a Q&A or something mm. and we'll do like a thank you video so we have time to gush all about it sorts of stuff Ugh, 
All of it. Oh, oh, okay. Um, one last thing, though, is we do have a playlist up on Spotify called An Alluring Halloween. We got a few of our favorite podcasts together and created a playlist, a podcast with lores, legends, or spooky stories all focused around Halloween. So it's a great way to get in the spooky mood this season. A direct link for that will be on our website, alluring.com. So go check it out. Get some spooky. Go check out these spooky podcasts. But don't forget about us, you know. Yeah. Like some people, when they throw Halloween parties, they play like lame music in the background. You can play podcasts in the background. Done. Let's... Come on, come on. How do you beat that? You, you can't. can't. You can't pull out that Ouija board, even though I'd advise a thousand percent against it. Yeah. Play don't some... do that. <laughs> <laughs> play some spooky. Something spooky happens. You play tell some us. Podcasts in the back. If you're gonna use a Ouija board, please don't do it during our episode, because <laughs> I don't want that energy somehow getting back to me. Um, but yeah. This is you. All right. Okay. We know that was a bunch of announcements. You guys are troopers. Bless your beautiful souls. Okay. Now on mwah, mwah. to the line alignment chart. Huh. Well, <laughs> well, well. Look who we have all the way down at Chaotic one, Evil. One day I'm just going to take off my headphones and walk away. Because this is the point I feel the most judged. It's not when I mispronounce things or say it wrong. It's let, me, this. Let, me, let me look at some of our some of our old episodes real quick, and, and please this, hold everybody. Oh my goodness! You know, I'm trying to think of a specific one. This is what I'm I pretty feel sure best. you put Yayorona, the demon that kidnaps children. <laughs> Further towards lawful good than you did a guy who just outwitted the devil. He's a jerk to people. She only evil is he evil to people? Yes, I can justify this, Kay. She she I feel the judgment through the the microphone and the camera and I don't need it right now because I am right. Um because she would only drown children that got too close to the river or stayed out past sunset. So she... <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounded way better in my head. Yeah, I, I hope it did, because it didn't sound good and out loud. <laughs> he... Okay, Stingy Jack now takes souls of people, too, so they're, like, on the same plane. He's just not attractive. He doesn't kill them he just takes their souls you have to okay you have to later use that's how i interpreted it listen you have to admit if a if an evil person is hot you can't you dismiss some of the evilness (laughs) i disagree wholeheartedly i put him at just true neutral because He tricked the devil, so that put him towards good. I feel like that's a good thing to do. No, it's not. You're still being a dick to someone. That doesn't make you less of a dick. It's the devil. <laughs> that that that's who should be where you are at right okay. now. Okay. But yeah, you know, like you see, he does take souls. So that moves him more towards evil. But so I put him dead smack center. Um. I would probably put him a little more towards chaotic because he is going okay. around 
still in Seoul, so I'd meet you there a little bit more. I'm surprised you but, put him true, true neutral. Yeah, I, I was kind of torn on this one. This one was hard because the story was really short. Um, now, if we incorporated the, the Will-O-Wisp or the Will-O-Wisp guy, um, which I ignored for him, I think, because this is about Stingy Jack, that would go a little further down here. But Okay. But not pure chaotic evil. <laughs> he isn't even pure chaotic. He's just like more on that edge. He's been wandering Earth That's for centuries. He's sick of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> uh, the, I feel like this is this is when I get judged the most. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm sticking I mean, with it. Now. I, I put him even more towards like lawful evil because he has like okay. a job to do. You know, like yeah, if so... he wants to get out of this, like he's got to steal those souls. Okay, so my my thing is after hearing your stories, I I want him, he's going to stay evil, but mm-hmm. I would move him more to lawful. Okay. Okay. All right. Not that much more. So roughly he, he... around the Yayarona. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she was she was way up here in lawful good. So yeah, because she was cute. <laughs> yeah. That's how I. That's how I. So I, I think there's some skewed data. I don't think this lowering <laughs> alignment chart is very accurate anymore. Tell us what you guys think. Tell tell me yeah. if all the hot chicks, hot demon chicks, I have mislabeled, because I know I have it. But if you would like, to yeah. Say. yeah, we got yeah, Yorona. Um, we need to figure out a way to do like a. We need to figure out a way to do like a Team Kim, Team Ryan in our show or something with the alignment yeah. chart. Because there are people yeah. I know that flat out agree with me and people that flat out agree with you. And it'd be beautiful to see that chaos come together. <laughs> There's actually a secret Discord channel that's Team Ryan where it's just people agreeing with me. Um, it's a bit of an echo chamber, but I think it's pretty fun. <laughs> pretty much. He's like, you guys, look what Kimberly did. And he circles it. In red, and people go, Psh, I know, Psh. right? Liar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing too hurtful, but just enough to get the point yeah, across. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh this has been an episode. Well, happy, happy spooky season, everyone. Um, things yes. to take away. Always have a belt of crosses on you. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. Like, always have a l- carry a minimum 12 crosses at all times. <laughs> Carry your own money so you don't have to borrow it from the devil. Um, but if you do, you got your 12 crosses. You're good to go. There you go. Always got coin. Always got 12 crosses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank Keep you so much. that shit strapped. <laughs> and it must be on a belt. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. This has been Alluring. Have an alluring day, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legends you would like us to discuss, email us at Alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word.
Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now. I'm Paige, the host of Reverie True Crime. I tell stories of helpless victims, vicious killers, predators watching their prey before they strike, survivors, petty crimes, people we think we know who do the unthinkable, and the dangers that lurk not only in the dead of night, but in plain sight and the light of day. Every once in a while, I'll also tell stories of the frightening paranormal, elusive cryptids, haunted locations, and conspiracies that may be silly or thought-provoking. You can listen to Reverie True Crime wherever you're listening to this podcast. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Reverie Crime Pod. Facebook, Instagram, and even Tumblr at Reverie True Crime. Remember, stay safe, be aware of your surroundings at all times, and take care.